This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Maybe you have it the green surreal hat. Yeah, you see that? I love it. There you go. Got you my lucky glasses. I got my oh, lucky I'm, shirt on. You're good. Yeah, so, right. you get to wear those. Are these go? Am I gonna be able to my hat on? I can't put these on anywhere. Now you got it. Is that good? Yeah. All right. So how long does this have to last before I can go back to relatively normal? We got what an hour and a half. Yeah, it won't make it. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> see how long. Uh, Art can make it. I can so, feel the hives starting to form. <laughs> All right. So it's. It feels like Ireland out there today, and it's 10 in the morning-ish, and... Ish. Ish. And am I going to be drinking beer alone today? I'll probably join you. There cold. you go. It's cold. These ones are cold. The Funky Buddhas are cold. I've never had a Funky Buddha. So, and then Jimmy said, Jimmy Take said your sock he's not going to drink. You have that. That Guinness is cold. You want to have that one, so... Looks like crack. a happy bear. So I'll, I'll like, crack the... Looks like Skip after he's had five or six of them. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm going to break the ice here, so I'm cracking open. Good? Oh, look at you. Oh, God. Right here. You don't want it? I'll take it. I'll try 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 it. See what happens. And if we need more, we can have Jenny come bring us more. If no one wants to drink those Guinnesses. Call yeah, Uber no Eats. I'm doing that. All right. So, uh... Welcome to Connected by Water Tournament Talk Edition slash St. Patty's Day Edition. So, happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Yay. So, I'm really kind of like, I don't know what to do with this here. But I'm just so in awe of the spectacle that's in front of me. Am I the spectacle or is it what I'm wearing? No, it's 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 the whole, no, everyone's the spectacle. <laughs> my spectacles are what I'm wearing. No, so okay. Um, welcome to Connected by Water, presented by Joey Cardi Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, and we are in here with 
Captain Skip Dana and uh, Art Sapp and uh, Jimmy DeMarco is our special guest, our first tournament talk special guest. So welcome to the debauchery. Thank you. Who's this Jimmy guy you're talking about? That's Fonzie. Oh, <laughs> well, Lee, yeah. <laughs> so where, where does the uh, Fonzie, huh? Yeah, I kind of got dubbed that from Skip. Okay. No, I think you brought it on yourself with the whole Fonza Noon thing, and then yeah, oh, that's your turn. Listen to this. Oh yeah, you might have to explain the whole Fonza Noon thing. <laughs> so, before Skip left us, I'll just say that here we kindly. go with this again. Yep. All right, before he bailed on us, and um, we all fished together, and I guess I referenced someone as a Fonza Noon. And nobody was really familiar with what that is. Mm-hmm. Are you aware what a Fonzanu is? You being Italian and all. No, it's a, <laughs> it's a person who farts in the bathtub and bites the bubbles. <laughs> so that there <laughs> would be a Fonzanu. Proper definition. The glasses so, are off already. Couldn't take it. Oh, geez. so the whole Fonzanu thing. Like we would we would be charter fishing, and Jimmy would be like, "Got me a Fonzanu today." I'm like, yeah, I got one too. <laughs> Skip it. I have a guy that wants to catch a hammerhead shark. The wife beater, no sleeves. And a Fonzanoon. Fonzanoon. <laughs> Big heavy bling. Hey, look at I this. Like it. I get this. Bites the bubbles. He always, bites that's the, bubbles. the part that got me. He always misses leg day. Little buff up here, but always misses leg day. <laughs> but, so this is kind of what went on when we all fished together. Okay. You know? Hence, that's why I said, hey, Fonzie, what's up, buddy? So All right. That's nice where that Fonzie. one happened. All right. I thought they were trying to say that you look like Fonzie. No, I don't think that's it. No. no. Okay. I, think, I think it's more of a shortened, he likes to call me a Fonzie Noon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is really cool. where that came from. Gotcha. All right. You know. So I'm glad you clarified that because I was a little. We got that straight now. Got, got it straight now. Don't let the motorcycle and the leather jacket fool you. Uh-huh. I thought maybe you know, sometimes you could like hit the boat and then all of a sudden the sailfish show up just like Fonzie would have. You got to try that. Oh, we need something to happen. <laughs> Might be yeah. up to that now. So we're coming fresh off the Jimmy Johnson, right? Oh, we are? That was this week? That was this week. And, I'm still um, shooting for a do-over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it never happened. Seemed like it was a really, really pockety show, huh? Uh, well, we got two events ahead of that. Yeah, two events ahead of that. So let's go there first. They go were painful first. as hell, too, but I don't want to talk about that Jimmy Johnson. Man. I mean, had they not changed it from Thursday... And Friday, and they let it Friday, Saturday. Saturday, the fishing was epic. Ifs and buts were candies and nuts or something. Oh, my God. Wonderful day. (laughs) That guy. (laughs) No, whatever the day. Did you just quote the the bad sheriff? (laughs) It's been a long day. But no, whatever the day. I'd much rather have the OJ would still be in prison. (laughs) What what was the last term we talked about? Probably the challenge? Uh, No, I think it was before the challenge. It was the derby. Last term was derby. I think so. Derby no, day. no, Operation. Derby Operation. And we talked about all that stuff, and also you got to fish that. Uh, we did the IGFA. Right. And yeah, then tournament. the last one's the challenge. We did, had fished the challenge bef- before the last time we talked. I don't think we did. No, we definitely did No, didn't. no, no we no, didn't. No. That's what I'm no. saying. There was, yeah, we're so we're going to talk up. about the challenge today. Ch- challenge is up. Yeah. Yep. The, the challenge was a challenge. For it sure. was. They, were, the, they literally. It's been a challenge this season. Yeah. And that's a crazy thing. Some days phenomenal, but they just aren't lasting as long. And and there may be skip. You know, we had that question there. What you know from Steve? What's what's up with the floppers? Where the hell did things go? You just not seeing them at all. Tree fishing, charter fishing. I mean, just none. And Skip may have nailed it there. It may be they've developed a real concern for these sharks. Mm-hmm. 
and they go splashing around, and here they come. And, and the reality is one shark's not going to run down a sailfish, but there isn't just one. They're, they're working in packs of 10 and 12, and they run out of places to go. So maybe that's why the flopping isn't happening. And I'm also thinking that's why they go off in one spot one day, and the very next day you can barely get a bite. It's, you know, the activity ramps up, and the sharks ramp up, and the sailfish, I'm out of here. Especially those bull sharks, and they run those... Sandbars are so big too now. Yeah, they're just yeah, as that's true. Yeah. They're just they're as bad. bad. I think sandbars are faster too. <laughs> I don't think. Um, I don't think people really. Maybe some do, but I don't think everybody realizes. Like, world comparatively speaking, like how many sharks are actually in this concentrated area compared to everywhere else in the world? It's a lot. It's More bad. than anywhere. Yeah, it doesn't take much. You'd, and, and the crazy thing is, is, you know, you see the ten or twelve from the boat, and then you look at your bottom machine, and you're marking another ten or twelve that are fifty feet down. You can't see. Yeah, so, uh, we, you throw a GoPro and water's going to get eaten. You never get it back. But it'd be nice just to know how many there really are under you when they're, when they're getting after you as bad as they do. What are they saying on that the commission that you're a part so, of about this? Well, that's the thing. The sharks are uh, HMS species, highly migratory species, and and forever I was kept getting told by the scientists that what you're seeing isn't real. It's not happening. From behind your desk, you're going to tell me that right. what I physically see and all my guys physically see on. Numerous charter boats and tournament boats isn't actually happening, and yep, that's what we're saying. Well, that seems that that tide seems to be changing, and they're starting to believe because enough people are finally saying, "Hey, this is a real issue." Some it, of the videos least, are coming yeah, out now. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're they're actually eating. asking the question now. Yeah, what what do we do to fix this? I mean, it's not just that they're focusing on a, a a school of tunas or kingfish where there's a big body of fish that they're eating dolphin, they're eating sailfish, they're just about everything that's hooked now. I mean. Mm-hmm. You used to catch a cobia off one of their backs, and they never turn on the cobia. Now, you hook mm-hmm. a cobia, and you better get it done quick. They learn. Oh yeah. Oh, it's the com- sharks learn. Learn. Yeah. Behavior. One hundred percent. Definitely learn behavior. Like I, I can't. For all the years fishing, I can't ever. <clears throat> the first sailfish I can ever remember getting eaten was probably John Louis and Operation yeah. Sailfish during Wild Bill's TV or, show. How, that was what six, seven, eight years. It was a while ago. Two thousand fourteen. So. Six, six years ago. That's the first one I can ever remember getting eaten mm-hmm. as, for, as far as the sailfish goes. It was goes. shocking. Uh, utterly yeah. shocking that that happened. I couldn't believe it. And that was up there on that Jupiter ledge. Now, yep. What happened? That, o- on TV. On it, was, it was the mm-hmm. end of the day. That fish would have put them in the lead for the tournament and the daily. No, just the daily. Just, just the daily. daily. Yeah. And they got it you know, within a few feet of grabbing the leader, and Bull Shark came up and ate it. They got the head back. Oh. And that's the first time I can ever remember that happening. Yep, for sure. And that was probably the start of the... The invasion up there, I would say. The great and invasion. That, yeah, and that's only two thousand. That's only two years post closure of the commercial fishery. Yep. Mm-hmm. And and where we are today now, six years later, it's disgusting. And but, I mean, it, it's not just you fish a jig bait now. You literally, when we charter fish, we we always put something like that in the mix. We'll put a jig bait down. Mm-hmm. You know, it's especially this time of year, trying to get a bite from a cobia or whatever. You better bring a dozen of them with you because you're going to hand six or eight of them off to sharks before I just get frustrated and then stop putting them out. Then Art yeah. says, hey, where'd that jig bait go? Well, it's sitting right over there. <laughs> We're out of jigs. Yeah. You know? Wow. But and, and they're so lazy, too, because they're only wanting that dead bait until you hook a fish. And if they're going to put the energy forward, they know it's coming. They're going to get a real meal, a big one. So they don't, the live bait, you put a weighted live bait down, too hard to catch that thing. They wait until they get a, a semi-subdued sail or king or bonita or whatever. And it's it's definitely a, it's an issue, and it's, a, like you say, a learned behavior. They're after 
large prey species, their prey. Nobody right. else is targeting them. We flipped a lot of them on the flat line this year. They go unbit, starts rolling off, get tight, and it's just start heading out. Yeah. Just goes and goes and goes. I'm like, oh, break that one off. Mm-hmm. You know the. Um, I wonder. You know how much of the fishery is being affected by the Chinese fishing too off the Bahamas. You think that has anything to do with the effect? Because I hear that it's ramping up. I have I've spent an awful lot of time there. I haven't witnessed any of it, and and the only fishery that they would really have a great effect on us are, would be some of the more highly migratory, the mahis, and and potentially the billfish, depending on what kind of fishing they're doing. But but I haven't. I don't think they're affecting any of our our, our coastal migratory type fish yeah, at all. I, I at least wanted to throw that question out there because some people have raised it recently about oh with the chinese fishing and what's going on is it you know what i mean so i think they're going to be wearing out the bottom fish and stuff like that mm-hmm. i don't even think they're there that i mean they're more they're spending a lot more time and money on land over there the casinos and the that sort of thing mm-hmm. you know i don't i haven't seen i haven't seen evidence of any and dude those the local bahamians would get pretty heavy on them about allowing that kind of activity i I don't believe it's happening. I haven't seen it. I haven't witnessed okay. any of it. I, like I said, I like I said, I'm not. I'm not offering my opinion on it one way or the other. I'm just I raising think if a it question is, it's because be, it's been uh, asked lately. It's going to be south end, way down there. Yeah, yeah. They, they they take a beating bad enough from from South and Central Americans down there in the southern end already that the majority of commercial fisheries that the Bahamians are doing are f- further north than that, just because they're getting beat up so bad down there by other countries. And and you would you I, you'd see the Asian boats and they're I, they're not there. I don't mm-hmm. see it. So, I mean, just to kind of reel it back, we were talking a little bit Tournaments. about... What's that? Tournaments. Whoops. No, no, no. I'm just yeah. saying... Uh, well, no. It, the, the point I was going to bring up is that we're kind of wondering why the numbers, I think, have been a little bit down, yeah. you know, this year for, for a lot of lot of good boats. And, and um, I think there's a, there's a few factors in that. Like, um, I don't... There really hasn't been a good, good bite in a tournament this year, mm-hmm. per se. I mean... Uh, but I haven't really seen a lot Operation of reports on, like, was, de- was decent. But it was kind of a well, concentrated bite. Going back to the sharks, Skip brought up a great point in the car, and he said, you know, could these fish start to be changing their patterns? And they're out in four, five, six hundred foot of water, you know, rather than getting in here. Because of that, and just like Art said, you know, you get a good bite in one area, and then there's that influx of the predators that show up and – here you are with those fish don't show up there again the next day. Yeah. Which typically in years past and everything we've always kind of done and focused on is it's a it's a patterned fishery. So if they're doing that one day and the condition is the same or hasn't changed, you know, they should still be on that same pattern. If you're fishing a body of bait or you're fishing a specific area and it's just literally light switch on, next day light switch off. Mm-hmm. And... You know, get you kind of banging your head against the wall trying to figure it out. I had um, I had Dudas on the podcast for the when he stopped in for the show, and they obviously had a phenomenal day on day one. Don't poke the bear, yeah, and then, he'll catch them all. And then <laughs> one fish on day two, you know, and it's, it's hard to. I mean, yeah, I think it's really really hard to go back to back like that. It's hard. Right. To, it's hard to just light it up one day and then do it again, but. I, that that being said, like that bite and boynton on day one mm-hmm. was really good, but it was only really good for a handful of boats. And there was, I was one of them standing there watching guys catch fish all around me. I could not get bit. It was right. crazy. And that's where I was getting at with the pockety thing. You know, what I mean, is there something to be said? I mean, are 
shellfish packing up and kind of bait balling. Yeah, but we were, we were in that pocket. The we were, we were, like, because of the sharks, who knows? I mean, the, the, the bite was so tight. There, I mean, everywhere was a few hundred yards apart. It was like one boat here would get bit, one boat over here. It was just, it was really random. Yeah. Yeah. It, when, when you're fishing in amongst it and you are literally, you know you're presenting the same bait, you're fishing in the same depths, and it's north-south of you, it's hard to put an exact answer on it. Frustrating sport. <laughs> But back to the challenge, though. Six fish won the thing. Six fish won the thing. I don't think it's ever been that slow in that event. We went from a record year, the year before, to six fish winning it. And and the top few boats I spoke to had minimal misses. Like it's not like they had a dozen bites to catch six fish. They six or seven bites. We saw two fish in two days of fishing, and it wasn't fishing was bad. We caught cobias and tunas and kings. Never saw any mahis. But I mean, it was steady bites, steady bites both days. Just, we we had that pack of those of little itty bitty ones that showed up on us that were in the kite spread. In the challenge? Yeah. When we were fishing down there to the south. It was they were little. They, I don't even know if they were legal fish. What, oh, you're mahi? talking about mahis. Oh, yeah, I'm the mahis. Sales. Yeah. No, 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 no. The mahis. We're seeing a sale on the second day. The mahis. They were yeah, they were yeah. those you'd yeah. be measuring them type of fish. Which, yeah. Yeah. Well, well a ten and a half pound mahi took the class in yeah. the Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. 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 And it but it wasn't like the bite was not good in Miami. It was good here. The, it was, the bite was the same exact from the northern boundary to the southern boundary. 96 miles yeah. of no fish. I, I fished Miami pretty much the same area both days and saw five. We went two for, I'm sorry, three for five. Uh-huh. And the top boat had six, and they were six for seven, I think. Yeah. As uh, yeah, All of those top few boats were right in that, yeah. that kind of range. It, normally, somebody's going to do something really right and get bit, and uh-huh. it just didn't happen. The fish just weren't there, but that's it. I don't know if they, you know, it was almost common off the first day. We could have and probably should have gone running around offshore and hunting. But even then, I'm not seeing the floppers offshore that you would expect to see. So, I think I, I think I've seen a total of like four, maybe five floppers all year. Wow! I mean, one of them was in uh, in this last tournament. And or, don't don't think for a second that the fish aren't aren't around anymore because then it'll, the condition got right on Saturday and they went crazy. Yeah, ten boats. No, the fish are there. Twenty five, thirty bites. Yeah, yeah, the fish are there. I mean, just acting so different. Yeah, it's behavioral. Mm-hmm. That's. I mean, so do you think there's anything to be said for things happening late, or anything also said for the fact that warm weather might be a factor? Because I don't think this winter has really been. We haven't had a cold winter in a while. As cold. Yeah, yeah. In, the past, in the past couple of years, that's what I'm saying. It, things seen, are later. Things are maybe not as cool. I think so. Maybe, but we've also seen epic bites well into May in the past. We that, that June, we had a June tournament where we had, you know, we're fishing nine baits in a kite, sail on every bait, and several in the flat side, uh, like a dozen fish tight at a time. I mean, they, the fish are still around. And then there was a, an August bite in Alamrata three years ago that was epic. They were up tailing. Had the wind come up hard off the east and... You'd have thought it was a you know springtime Key West tailing condition, mm-hmm. middle of August. So there's always funky little scenarios that pop up here and there. But we're definitely in a in a strange one this year. I'm trying to think, what it was two years ago in September, late September, the bite was epic out front. Yeah, I was. I was that was more than two years ago. Was it more than two years ago? For, it was Keith's brand new. Keith had just gotten yeah, that right. boat, so that guys, was five years ago. You guys were out with the striptease guys or something like that. I yeah, remember I was yeah. out myself and another guy on a charter, just me and one yeah. guy was slick calm, slow trolling. We caught, we were 12 for like 14 and yeah. three or four hours, something yeah. like that. It was epic fishing. Yep, yeah, we had a full crew, and we're 19 out of a 
Boatload. Long ago, lost count. Yeah. And, and, yeah. So it, it's the population is strong. Once the sharks don't get after them too much worse, but it's just that, you know, you're not seeing the, the consistency you used to see. Yeah, I really think we were on to something when last night on that that post where we were talking yep. you guys brought that when you mentioned that about the sharks. I'm like, that was a really good point because um in fact I think, you know, we're not we're gonna read all our questions today, but I think that's really kind of the question of the day that Steve brought up. For sure. Where we see any floppers and I'm pretty safe to say that he's gonna win the prize back today for that <laughs> for that. But and, and I think I think their behavior is a little different too, because it seems to me like a lot of the bites that we've got this year. Like half of them might be a normal sailfish come up, feed and swim off, and some of them are just piping the bait and hauling so they don't get eaten. I think it's it's yeah. it's weird. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if they watch the kings long enough, I mean, a king will air out and be eaten before he lands in the water. Yep. He thinks everything's fine. I've got a snack, and oh shit, land right in Jaws's mouth. So I reckon if they see that, it's crazy to me that there's that many. Sharks don't bend out. the rod. The rod doesn't bend over, and he's already done. And I've had more fish this year eat and come up jumping immediately and spit the hook than I've ever had. Like, you, you can't feed them. You know, like, mm-hmm. they, they pile on the bait so fast that they smell a rat right away and they come up jumping. It's 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 strange. Yeah. So knock out another one of the questions real quick. Uh, was it Jason Gascon asked about the hook thing? Dude, just we all lose our confidence from time to time. Do what you do. I fish sixes in the kites, fives on the spinners. But if you've had success at one point, don't change yeah, we all go through that same shit. Why isn't it working? I don't know. It just doesn't sometimes. I fish. I fish sixes and sevens. Sixes and sevens. Right? Yeah. We also discussed maybe on that one outside left occasionally going even smaller than that. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Uh, well, yeah. When when you and we probably with as slow as it was on the challenge and as tough as we were having it at times there and Jimmy Johnson, we should have lightened up and gone small everything, but because you're in such a tight pack. But yeah, just brain wasn't working. The um. Jason Gascoigne also asked, um, when should you include blue runners in your spread? <laughs> when you find out the friggin' kingfish guys are smoking you. Yeah. Uh, I went I went Thursday, or we fished Thursday, Friday. So Thursday night, Thursday, it was a center console there. Bobby was on kingfishing for the Jimmy Johnson meat fishing, fishing nothing but runners, and getting annihilated. I don't know if it was a bigger presentation, you know, the bigger bait or whatever, but the dude was... <laughs> We'd get bit a single, he'd have five of them up in the spread. Nothing but runners in the spread. So I went that night trying to catch them, and it didn't work. We caught them, but it didn't do anything. See, I, I, think they're, I think the sailfish are actively feeding on runners out there sometimes. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, almost, I'm almost convinced they've never seen a goggle in their life. Like they, The goggle eyes are out there at night, and they, they run to the beach in the morning. When are they going to eat a goggle eye? Yeah. You know? They're on the bottom out there in the deep, too, during the day. True. I've had the misfortune or good fortune or bad fortune of seeing them in their bellies when they were dead. They're eating them without yeah. our assistance. And also, just to clarify, Jason did ask, what do you prefer, a 5 or a circle hook or a 6 circle hook on your kite bait? So we didn't really verbalize that. We didn't, yeah, we didn't yeah, verbalize six that. 6 for yeah. sure on the kite. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, that cool. That said, I'm beginning to wonder because that spinner doesn't miss very often. And maybe it's the guy that's holding it. But it's even- the Indian, not the arrow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fun. That's good See, that's, good that's that's a Fonzie move right there. Yep. <laughs> Biting bubbles. <laughs> yeah, so bite, God bite bless your you, bubble and grab your spinner. You get a <laughs> boat full of Fonzanoons, and you're going to have some success. Fonzanoons. No doubt. <laughs> We're going to have to make a T-shirt have, that says cause that. Because I, I think, uh, I, I think um, you know, Mike and those guys, they Draw all fish straight fibers <laughs> on everything. Mike uh, on the roofers? Hmm? 
I know a lot of guys go small like that. Go real, real small. But even the six was small, but whatever. I don't know. They all and then it goes, do you nose bridle? Do you I, back bridle? Do you do this? Do you yeah. do that? I've, I've, always, I've always believed you, general. you kind of adjust your hook to the size bait you're fishing. I mean, you, you, you're not going to use a tiny hook fishing a, a larger bait if you're putting a bigger runner out there or a jumbo goggle eye to try to create that extra activity. I, I feel like the 6.0 is the hook to use with that and, you know, vice versa. I mean, you know, there are times where you don't have those great big sardines, but if you have some of those littler ones and – you feel like you want to fish a sardine while well, that little bait's not going to carry that 5-0 as well as it's going to carry a little bit smaller hook. Right. Maybe some lighter leader material. So hey, we used to fish 4 on you, the flat. So you downsize for presentation issues. And that's, you know, I mean, you do you do it when not just sail fishing, but all aspects of fishing. You know, if you're fishing a smaller bait, if you're fishing snook fishing, you're fishing a smaller bait, you use a smaller hook. Right. You know, just because of presentation. I think it comes mm-hmm. back to... Fishing's been slow this year. Everybody's thinking, oh, man, what do we do? If everybody was catching 12 fish a day, never, that question wouldn't come well, up. Well, we talk about that all the time, yeah. right, when you the mind game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, where it's you, you could really start playing tricks. Don't Jedi mind trick yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yep. for sure. You, sometimes you outsmart your common sense. Yep. 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 So more and more, you got all this freaking lucky Irish horse shit around here all over the place. <laughs> There's, I'm trying to bring good juju to you guys today. Yeah, I never you really believed in luck in any way. But Preparation then, meets opportunity, right? Yeah, pretty much. But mm-hmm. then we had some of the weirdest shit go down, stuff go down in that uh, the Cove tournament. Never oh. seen any. You're not even going to believe some of this. So, well, Tell me some stories. Art. More mud slow fishing, day. like horrifically slow fishing going into that tournament, thinking, you know, whatever, we're three for three. We win this event, much like the year before. No problem. Run up to Palm Beach, hook a fish almost immediately, left middle, letting them jump around out there like you would normally do. Now, a few days before, we hook a 500-plus-pound bluefin tuna, two of them for that matter. One goes north, one goes south, north goes away. Six and a half hours later, we're still fighting a 500-plus-pound bluefin tuna on 30-pound fluorocarbon, and he dies, and we can't lift him, and the line breaks, whatever. Well, Hook sailfish, we're fighting him for four and a half minutes, maybe letting him jump around. He's staying right in the spread, doing great. Chafe him off. Uh, uh, okay, bad luck, whatever. It happens every now and then. Make a little move. Spread goes out. Hook a double, left long, left middle. Left middle, somehow they go to loop to loop. The left middle burn gets burned off by the left long. We're fighting the left long for a little bit. Get him, and it's a tip tournament, so all you got to do is crank the float to the tip that's wedged to the snap. You're good. Everything's great. Somehow the lead slides past the bimini, floating in letters, hung up at the bimini. The kid's up there by himself, cranked the tip, what to do? Fish jumps, and the snap had opened somehow, some way, and leader goes away. We don't get that release. So we're over three, blink of an eye. And it's a good it, thing that wasn't a money tournament. Well, it was, though. I mean, it's, and, and I, don't well, give, I don't give if it's five bucks or five million dollars, I want to win. No, no, yeah. Uh, and the day progresses. We're over three. Or it's getting really heated up. Over getting there. fired up. <laughs> so frustrated. Four fish. So apparently maybe there is some luck. Four fish wins the event. But we, we ended up having eight bites that day and, and caught three fish. Nine bites. Well, you're right. <laughs> Nine bites that day. Caught caught three fish. Four fish won the event. Wow. And uh, and really it I wasn't. Two bites. <laughs> it wasn't angler 
air on these things. I mean, these guys, we had these, every one of these fish were hooked, but something weird. We had another one to snap, opened up. That one actually, we caught that one. And, and the kid that had the early one, that this thing came off, he says, snaps open again. Never yeah. had that happen before, ever. But I think yeah. if you bring the lucky charm onto the boat, I think it's going to change everything for Thanks you. Thanks for that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting my 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 Irish juju, juju like on it. there. So. Give it, give it to the Fonzie. That's yep. it. I want to see you in Hell, the next tournament up and, there. And, and, and you can take that one too. Uh, he's he's half Guinea, half Mick. He's good. <laughs> me too. There you go. Look at that. I love I've, it. I've got. I've it's got my a favorite Irish kind. Blood. My mom's Italian. My good. dad's Irish. It's nice. usually vice versa. It's usually the. My, my dad's Italian. So you guys both mm-hmm. got a soup can. My mom's Congratulations. Italian. <laughs> <laughs> both biting bubbles. <laughs> I'm a full mutt. I got everything from everything in there. So these guys had nine bites. I didn't have a single sailfish in the spread until like the last two minutes of the tournament. We in the cove? Dub- in the cove. We hooked a double. We, we ran back. The, the bite started going crazy down off Boca. My boat came in second. That makes me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> Liz and Nick barred my boat. They, they, uh, they came in second with four. So we ran down there, set up. You know, the boat next to us hooks five. Boat offshore of us hooks a quad. Somebody south end hooks a triple, and we're just sitting there not getting a bite. And it's like literally like a minute or two before line's out, and a fish piles on the left long, fish piles on the left middle. They both come up, jump, and pull the hook. I'm like, all right, let's go home now. Done. <laughs> it's, it's over. <laughs> I'll do another day. Oh, my God. They did well. They, they did Nick and Liz. Well, they had, they had 10 minutes of chaos, and the rest of the day was nothing. That, well, that's what you guys always say. Because, All you need is for one good hour, hour and a half, right? Yeah, because yeah. somebody somebody caught a triple or something right next to him. So I'm ste- we're steaming from uh, I don't know, Boynton, Boynton, Boynton yeah. somewhere up that way. You were Boynton. We're steaming south, and I and Liz texts me. She's like, "Oh, a typical cove. This sucks." <laughs> and then literally like 15 minutes later, she's like, "We just caught a quad." <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, "Well, that's awesome." <laughs> you know, that's cool. So who, who, Timmy won that. Yeah, the one didn't. Ten one with yeah. four, right? Four, four fish. fish. Four for four. Four for four. Four for four. Nice. And it's just it was so it was weird. I think it's just third time winning that that event. I got a feeling. I'm I don't know. I'm just going on a hunch here, right? But there's something to that whole sailfish shark thing. But I got a feeling that final sale is going to be hot. Because I'm looking at late seasons here and for over the past couple of years. That's kind of what I'm seeing. I'm kind of just seeing a trend in like best two months. later later weather pant. Later weather patterns, and I, I'm thinking that last few years, April May has been the best. That's yep. what I mean. I, January, I think, final, I think it's yeah. going to go right into May too. January in Palm Beach and April May, yeah, but the problem is we're the first week of April, and, and and that's a crazy thing. There was a day in Port St. Lucie there, just before the Jimmy Johnson, where it was it was the deal. It was yep. the dredges would have 20 fish on each of them, and it was nuts. The very next day, they had five bites. Uh, it, the, the inconsistency. Normally, when that starts, mm-hmm. it's a week of that. They're just in there feeding like mad, and it's, it doesn't matter what wind direction, doesn't matter what's going on there. They're just going. Right. And so it, you hear, and oh, it, the sails are biting, and everyone wants to get out there. And, yeah. and it just filters. It works its way all the way down the coast. Well, it it was there for a day, and then poof, gone. No consistency. Like like our best day this year so far, <clears throat> we did a quick morning right in front of Hillsborough at the outfall. We caught eight or nine sailfish and a bunch of big dolphin before 11 and went in. When was that? That was in November. November. Valley Hoof Fish. It, it, yeah. was the, it was the first day that we had any kind of like north wind. Nobody, because it was supposed to blow and didn't blow that hard. It was blowing like north 15. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the fish were up in the Valley Hoos, and it was just. The last few years, November outside of our inlet has been strong. It's been red hot. It's been, it's been steady. This year was probably the slowest of it in the past few. 
I mean, yeah. we, the dolphin fishing was good. It's, but it almost seemed like, you know, normally they concentrate right kind of like right out front there on the outfall. It seemed like there were so many ballyhoo around. They were scattered from the pier all the way to Boca del Rey, you know? Yeah. It was a very consistent bite down that high spot off yeah. the Del Rey water tower. Mahis and sails both all through the, the early fall there. Mm-hmm. Charter fishing was fun up there. Real fun. Even yeah, you, I mean, we, we caught a couple sails in 20, 17 to 20 foot of water during yeah. our charter stuff. 12 foot of water. Well, yeah. with Chris, a couple times. It, but it... You had a well, you guys had a charter. What was it last week? Like you're just right, you're like twenty feet, to twenty twelve. That was a couple like weeks, that. A couple of ago. jacks. You like ran into some big yeah, huge yeah, crevallies, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. You they, they've been with, steady. They've been yeah. steady. Yeah, I went live with that. There's giants. A, there's a huge school of jacks there outside yeah. the jetty. Yeah, giants, giants. This was up to the north a little bit too, and there were sharks and all kinds of stuff mixed in there with them. It was cool. And then went offshore and jumped off a of bill fishing, almost seven hundred foot of water, and still not sure. Of what species? It was a skinny little feather, but yeah, it was white marlin. I I think it was probably more likely a spearfish. It was, it was really long. A really spearfish, skinny. yeah, really. But I only got to see it jumping, and then came off. Didn't see it long enough to proclaim definite. Should have had a five zero. <laughs> <laughs> you had the wrong hook on. I definitely had the wrong hook. All right, so listen, tell me, guys, like, really, okay. Can't tell you that. <laughs> no. Um, with the tournament season, like, and we, we're, we're kind of staring a little bit at meat season. It's almost over. It's almost over, right? Almost and I know it's been a little bit flat here. And it even seems like just the team's... Wrong have, choice of words. It's been yeah, the no, 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 well, I, I meant, I meant like, you know, results. The fishing. Been, res, you mean, results uh, of, I, I would have said shitty. And there hasn't really <laughs> shitty. We can say shitty, no problem, um, because it's true. It's been pretty shitty, pretty, pretty shitty selfish. It's season. been horrible. And even the teams that have won, no one's really. I don't think not one team has put up like a consistent. Well, uh, Bar South. They, they so Bar 20, South actually. Right. Bar South has been having a really good season for sure. They um, sucked it not as bad. I mean, as I compared did. to the field. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's put it that way. Um, yep. They've probably been the most consistent team, I would think. As long and as then, they get tackle box good and drunk. <laughs> they got a guy on the boat right? named Tackle Box. The what? He, they got a neat guy on the boat. His name is Tackle. They got a great crew. They're good yeah, people. It's a, it's, a, it's a good group. Yeah, but one of them is called Tackle Box. I wonder why they call him Tackle Box. I, I asked oh. the same thing. You know, that's, just, well, that's my name. I don't know. It's, someone dubbed him Tackle Box and <laughs> it stuck. And I think being that I'm the shape of a Tackle Box, I can say that he is also the shape of a Tackle Box. Right. That's why so he's maybe. Fonzie. He just stuck. <laughs> yeah. So we oh, we do have one question from Skip Dana says what size is Fonzie's leather jacket? So nobody knows for sure. Nobody knows for sure. <laughs> so. Oh man. Drinking any more beer? No, you're yeah, done with you the Yeah, you that one down. Yeah. yeah Did you finish the Guinness? I'm I'm working on the Happy Bear. Yeah. Yeah. I got my own beer, Happy Bear. Happy <laughs> Bear. The Happy Bear. Hell, you're half a bear now. You're getting all skinny on us, dude. He's still happy though. Yes, I'm always is. happy. You and me both. Are you on a diet? <clears throat> Look at him. I'm on a diet away. for Lent. <laughs> I cut out um, bread and pasta. All the good stuff. Oh, that's horrible. I know. Why would you do that? Because I need to lose weight. Oh, fuck that. No, well, I'm just saying. I, I'm I like, say that I've been walking on a treadmill here, and nothing hurts anymore. Oh, other than my ankles. Go. Nothing hurts anymore. Just my ankles. Both ankles pissed off one or the other every day. I think really? He, I think he might have taken my lead on that. I told him. Yeah. 
So you have been exercising. You've been taking just care of yourself. Just started. No, just started. I wouldn't say I've been taking care of myself. All right. Well, I mean, obviously, we're drinking beer here on the podcast, so it can't be, like, too hardcore of a diet here. But I did cut out bread and pasta for the next 40 days. Where this this like, thing right here is like a loaf of bread. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm kind of using that as an excuse, you know. We're going to be baking up some bread here shortly with all the yeast in that thing. That's right. Biting bubbles. <laughs> Biting bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, going to meat season. So Paul's tournament's coming up here. Are we doing the rodeo? Rodeo is the actual rodeo as we know it, it's gonna be mothballed again. Okay. So the people that that run it, including myself, nobody has time to do it. So we're gonna we're gonna do something like we did last year. Like a basically like a backyard cash in, cash out tournament. Is there an open weekend for it? Yeah, we're doing it on the ninth. Let's talk after let's, the show. Let's do a bill fish tournament. Talk after the let's show. do a yeah, no, no, I mean, we could talk about it now, but I'm saying we'll talk more about it because, I mean, we'll help out with that. If it's going to be 15 boats, let's see if we can't get 15 center consoles to go dredge fishing. I think I could talk to some people to get dredge booms and whatnot. For the not the rodeo? Yeah, let's, uh, go, catch, let's go see if we can't catch some blue marlin out here. I'm thinking more of live bait chum and billfish tournament in May. I, wanted, I just want to go kill stuff. Kill a blue marlin if he's big enough. They taste good. I mean, kill everything else that bites in May. You're going to get other bites. There's going to be plenty of bycatch. You kill you kill your couple of tunas. You kill your mahis. I think Bryce would be on board with that. He's going to kill well, everything. Bryce just yeah. wants to kill everything. Yeah, but listen, we just yeah we get him on board. We'll shame him into doing it if we can't. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't take much. I know. <laughs> I want to see some South Florida blue marlin caught, and there's plenty of them out here. Just nobody They're really out there. does it. Oh yeah. Let's see what else is out there. You make you make a mark. Give someone incentive to go catch a marlin. Up the up the ante on the points. Connected by water would be all in on that. Force Bryce to put more circle hooks in the water. <laughs> the um we'll so, see. all right, we'll see. We'll see. I'm doing it. We're, I don't we're, care if anybody else is. We're in the we'll see mode. All right, good. So we want to talk about Paul's tournament, the Muscle Classic. And the muscle that we classic. skipped right over. What did What's we skip that? over? What did we skip the, over? The one that we're redoing that didn't happen. Oh, the Jimmy Johnson. The, the tournament. Oh, the tournament we don't talk about. No, we didn't talk. Well, we, we talked about it. Briefly. We, we talked a little bit about Sandman and going hot one day and cold the other, and it kind of segued us into there the was, There was so much to that event that was that was right and wrong, and, and there were some patterns. And well, I do want to bring it up. I do I do want to bring one thing up edu- about that yeah. tournament. I mean, it doesn't have anything to do with Sailfish. It has a the lot Champions to do with Dinner? Oh, was that good? Champions Dinner was phenomenal. Oh my god! And they all sang Happy Birthday to me. I didn't I eat for forty hours. That was you. I was, was singing me. to you. Yeah, I don't know who I was singing to. I was that just was singing. me. I was on the way. We we were on the way opposite because they put us on yeah. the. What table. they what they have the Champions Dinner? I didn't go. <sighs> oh my they, god! They, dude. Dude. Giant main uh, lobsters, dead cow, dead chickens. Just table full it, of it apps. Was family to, style. I mean, yeah. you're talking like beautiful oysters Ceviche. and just Oyster. everything. The ceviche, yeah. Oysters, Rockefeller, not just right. Rockefeller, Rockefeller. Then they just started rolling them. It was like nine courses. Yep. Listen, say what you will about anybody else that puts on events in this industry. Todd and Val know in how industry. to do it right. They really do. That was amazing. I mean, they the hospitality is their thing. I mean, they really they really do know how to put on a party and they and put on an event. I literally did not eat. We fished the next day all day, and yeah, we we. McDonald didn't eat the next day, <laughs> which is saying something. Five-pound lobsters. Scattered all over the table. Yeah. Like, and they were delicious. Yeah, Phenomenal. they, they it, yeah. I mean, we had a smaller group, and we had one lobster per two people. Mm-hmm. 
One big ribeye per two Not people. counting, dude, that lobster and bib salad thing, whatever that was, yeah. was Yeah, that was ridiculous. a home run. Might have been my favorite thing. Uh, it, was, it, was a, it was a five course, full course, however to term it, Nine. Meal, meal, whatever. But it was like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was the full boat. And it was all family style, and they just kept bringing it out. Mm-hmm. But the quality of the food was all five-star food. Mm-hmm. The only thing I can't speak for is dessert because we were so stuffed. We just we ran. We, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Take my tip money. It. I'm out of here. Well, that's <laughs> when they, they brought out the whole culinary birthday candle thing. Oh, for me. We had yeah. left. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. It's, uh, I was rolling, literally rolling down that. Thanks, Art. I was busy. I was <laughs> busy having street tacos I had to call a bellhop to get him to his truck. <laughs> but um, I do want to bring up one thing. It has nothing to do with sailfish in the tournament. It has to do with the meat fish. Because our the home team here for Takizi yes. took the Big Fish Bonanza. Yes. So and no, if no, I didn't mention not that, the Big Fish Bonanza, they took the, the Big Fish Bonanza and they got second place Kingfish. They got overall. Well, Big Fish Bonanza was the one Big Fish. No, no, the Big Fish Bonanza was the aggregate. the aggregate for oh, the, for, gotcha, for the gotcha, meat. Gotcha. Right, that makes sense to me. And then, yeah, they didn't have a big fish. Now, below me got the big fish on the mm-hmm. fifty-eight pound king, but um, those were the guys had, that were lighting up sails with blue runners the day before. Yeah, the Amanda got um the the no, king. No. no. Okay, yeah, yeah. Emily was. And Emily got the sale. She she came in she, tied, tied on for, time. for tied for tied on time for for the Ended lady angler. I was, so I was rooting for him. I started hearing her name. I was oh my god! So cool. we're in here. I'm painting the guitar, right? And we're watching catch that. You know, basically, it was like a play by play. And I saw her get the second sale. I'm like, all right, cool. She's she's one behind Sandra. And then when the third sale came in, I think it was like right around two o'clock. Or some of two thirty, something like that. I just saw her name pop up because I'm just painting. I'm like, you know, every now and then just like watching cats that like popping up, and I'm like, ooh, and I still yelled. I'm like, yeah, Emily got a third sale, <laughs> right? And then the girls in here just all screaming, yeah, go Emily's. We just started texting her, and um, yeah, but then it's just she never got that. So I'm gonna. One, so she, she was excited. About it. Yeah, I'm gonna take tell some story, some blame and some some credit for it. So. They've been fishing with us a bit, and the kite fishing thing is relatively new to them. And I always tell them, look. When shit's hitting the fan, right, wrong, or indifferent, do something. Don't just stand there. I don't care if you know, you feel the intensity on the boat. Shit's going down. Something has to happen. Kite's falling out of the sky, whatever. Do something. Well, one of the dudes comes to me and says, bro, we were losing a kite. Shit was going bad. And this time it was Amanda. Had the kite, like the guys over trying to jig on the thing. and Just trying to, it's falling in the water. And right. Amanda, bam, she's got the thing coming down and they're moving on a fish. And I mean, she is a performed phenomenally well. Mm-hmm. And then a similar scenario, kite was crashing and, and Emily left the right kite to run over and try to assist to make sure it didn't get any worse than it was already getting. And one of the rod warps over and a dude walks over and hooks a, hooks a sail. And that, that one would have been Tommy's sail. Would have yeah. been, would have been yeah. her fourth yeah. sail. That would have been her yep. fourth. Yeah. But so, okay. So I get blame on that one, but she did the right thing. She avoided what could have been. Cause if that crap fight yeah, kite lands know. in the water and all that crap, that crap lands in the water, that fish goes over and you lose it to all that mess. Right. So, they called that fish because she made the right move. Yeah, but you lose the fish, you lose a half hour. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, but you lost the, the angler because she made the right move. I tell you what, though, they had a fish. They had last fish at the end of the day one. Oh, uh, and they lost it. Oh, it spit. It spit. That's five grand. Yeah, it spit. But you know, unfortunately, they didn't. You know, and it was Emily on the end of the line too. Oh, yeah. So that would have been that would have been the fish. But I said, and she was all bummed out about it Saturday night. And I was sitting there talking to her, and I'm like, listen. I'm going to make you feel a little bit better. She goes, yeah. I'm like, that would have been a hell of a lot worse if that were the last fish of the day and day, too. <laughs> so could have been worse. She's like, all right, yeah, that makes me kind of Could have, yeah. 
that's not the worst you're going to so, feel tournament fishing. So, okay. yeah, so right. Team Takizi, so <laughs> Team Takizi, the Takizi Charter great. team did did really well. I'm, I'm very proud of them. They're they were all a CV, bunch great of young, bunch of 34 CV. That's Harris Katz's boat, and, and yeah. it's a bunch of it's a very young, aspiring team. You know, mm-hmm. they're all. I don't think anyone on that boat is over the age of 25. And I love that Harris yeah. is is yeah. supporting the industry the way that he is, as is Joey with with all his support in the industry that yeah, and, and helping the youth get involved because it's like, it's an expensive game. It's hard to get to do this stuff without guys like Harris and Joey. This industry doesn't survive. Right. And, and you know, a lot of quiet, quiet people supporting the industry the way they do. It's, it's a wonderful thing, but yeah. there's great people. So I was proud of we were, I couldn't have been more proud of the way the team performed this week. I mean, yeah, but look where we are here too right now. Yeah. There's four guys in this room and through Joey's because of Joey's support of the industry, we all have a Dodge yep. and there's two yeah. of us that hey. pay full pricing on it. You got a Dodge too? Oh yeah, I, I, I wait. It, we're it. all we're all sponsored by Joey yep. Cardi Dodge. Fonzaloni, well, we pay we pay full nickel. Fonzaloni, what, what's I, the other word again? Fonzanoon. 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 Yeah, I'll, right. I'll spell it for you if you need me to. I'm gonna have to make a sticker for the back <laughs> of that Dodge Ram. Fonzanoon on board. So we all have Ram trucks. Yep. Yes. Oh look at that. How about that? Got to get one over there for this guy. Yep. End of the year. Oh, oh end boy. of the year. Oh. Proud of you. Nice. And it's good then, to hear uh, his real voice. He's not sick right now. Doesn't mention sound. my name. We get a good seat. <laughs> we're wrapping. Um, we're going to wrap the truck this month. Nice. So I've been waiting for after the Jimmy Johnson because we do so much for the Jimmy Johnson, like leading up to it. Like we I practically have to shut the studio down for like at least the two weeks beforehand and just make sure we, like, we get everything done for everything that we do for the tournament. Look at that. I got it down. Look at you. You want another one? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're good? Yeah, no. All right. Um. But yeah, how about so a Captain Ron? Everyone likes Captain Ron. I do like Captain Ron. Twenty six degrees. Up. Yeah, they're warm. We got twenty six mm-hmm. degrees on here too. Yeah, so we are, we're actually um, we're actually interviewing beer sponsors at the moment. So how about I interview beer sponsors every day. Can we <laughs> talk to Bud Light? <laughs> <laughs> I got some I got some buddies over Gulfstream that are very involved in the fishing industry or the fishing community there. That's they're, one of the that's one of the um, good people. Yeah, really good well, people. we're involved with the CCA now. Okay. We're, I've been involved with the CCA for years, but specifically right now with the Broward chapter, we're really it's involved. Mess, so. Yeah, we're really involved with with um, I'm pretty much like now their their main featured artist, not only just for this year, but like I think moving forward. So I'm doing a snook painting. Did you see the oyster catcher in the other room? I should probably bring that in, but they, there's this oyster catcher that they're doing an oyster program for the intercoastal right mm-hmm. now, and they're they're oh going to be God. doing it. Th- yeah, so they're doing it through. Um, Las Olas and the whole river Could you front area. imagine the... Something's going to yell at poop. So, you know, all the scat and everything. That, and so they're going to hang them from docks. And they got about 100 houses that have agreed to do this. And they're going to hang them all from their docks. And they got these oyster catchers. And Dude, they clean them. water like no tomorrow. But I can't imagine the mess that... It's poor. It's flowing through those poor oysters. Yeah. So and well, we're gonna you don't know, eat a Fort Lauderdale oyster. <laughs> no. <laughs> it would not be Rockefeller. Dude, I've never. So an example, and I, the only thing I can come up with is because of the the sewer spills, we can't keep herring alive. Our typical herring losses are ten and at worst twenty percent losses. I think we're ten's 80, even kind of high. Ten is kind of high, but whatever. Throughout the year. We're at eighty percent right now. We'll go catch a thousand fish to maybe have two hundred for the tournament. Getting our butts kicked, killing it. It's ridiculous. Now mm-hmm. sardines and goggleyes—they seem to be tougher, hardier. They—they they yeah. were at ten percent or less on them. But the herring, 
and dude, you work so hard and you catch such phenomenal bait and you're so excited. And then three days later, it's not from the catching and the transporting. It's three days and all of a sudden it starts. Yeah. You start checking out. And the only thing that's different this year is all that sewage spill. It's crazy what's happening in Fort Lauderdale Discussion. right now. I mean, I had, um, you know, Chip LaMarca. Mm-hmm. I had Chip on, right? And he brought up a really good point. And this is the way he kind of plays it out. Is when you buy a house or when you're in a house, you've been in the house for years, maybe, let's say 20 years, and you want to do some renovations. And you're talking to your wife, and you're going to fix the windows, and you're going to maybe put a new roof on it, or you're going to do the kitchen and the bathrooms, see. right? And he's like, you're not going to replace the pipes until they break. That's it. Well, and Miami he, did. And that's and he goes, and he goes the towns that Pompano did too, mm-hmm. right? Not in everywhere. But when we had our situation a couple of years ago with that one that broke, well, somebody drilled they, a hole through it. They, they, yeah, they went proactive on the whole thing and you know replaced things all along C fourteen even, and um, but Fort Lauderdale seemingly did not, seemingly definitely anything. did not. Yeah, that's I mean, this didn't do anything, and now they're paying the price. Yeah, you know, well, and we're paying, we're the, paying price. the price. If you look at all right, so if you look at basically florida we're we're the last frontier of the united states and i always say that and it's really true because the west was settled before florida was for sure because there was you know there was swampland and there was bugs and gators and you know restless natives and the whole nine yards and you know it wasn't until flagler put a train track down here that anyone even wanted to come down here at all right you think about the mosquitoes and disease and the whole area right all that so everything we have here was built relatively not that long ago 50s, 40s, even right, yeah. 60s, 70s mainly, and it was built cheaply. Yep. It wasn't really built like you know, like to support the kind of humanity that we've got right going now. And now we're like max capacity with like way too. And building, there is the same amount of people, only less four million. We got what twenty million people in this state. Guess mm-hmm. how many? Guess how many people live in the entire country of Australia? Twenty-four million. So there's only 4 million less people in this entire state of Florida as there is in the entire country of Australia. And Australia is the same size as the United States. All those pretty bastards, how do they keep the population down? Well, they, they, don't only, they only live along the coast. Most of the Australia the is inhabitable. Only, the whole thing is just a ring of fire. Yeah, you're, you're not living in the middle of Australia. Oh, no doubt. You'll get eaten by a crocodile or some sort of weird how do they critter. population control? You might be eaten by an aborigine. You never know. No, they, they killed all them off, dude. There's hardly... I speak to a lot of people that you can't find a truer Aborigine in Australia anymore. Terrible. Yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, my, my point bringing that up is we're... Oh, yeah. We're, we're solidly packed in here. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of places to go. We, especially we got the Everglades. You factor in the fact that we can't live in the middle of the state. Mm. Also, that's just basically our coastlines are packed. It's really a problem. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know, you know, how we even got on this topic, but... The mess of my freaking herring dying is how we got The mess of the freaking herring dying. So, so the thing is, it's like, I think places like Tampa and St. Augustine, like some of the larger cities around the state, kind of need to look at Fort Lauderdale and take note. Yeah. Oh, Tampa's a disaster, too. The and, way they're road. Yeah. They're old, too. They're old, too. And be like, look, look, this is going to happen to you, too. Yeah, but if you had the option of coming down here and dealing with a plumbing problem or staying in Ohio and dealing with a blizzard... Which one are you going to deal with? No, I'm not talking about the population. I'm talking about what we need to do to preemptively, like, well, it's, it's, we're things. past preemptive now. Yeah, it's, now it's no. I'm talking about the other cities. Fort Lauderdale yeah, is done. Done. Yeah. That, that that situation happened. It is what it is. It yeah. continues to happen. 
right? And and hopefully they're going to take the appropriate measures here soon to like get you know, ramp it up, speed it up, you know. But I know they have money set aside they spent for other things. But <laughs> got him, got him. What happened? You like his hat? Totally make him laugh. The what? Told me I like his hat. I like his hat too. Thank you. Yeah, I like your hair. Yeah, I want that. I want to see you in that getup up in the front of the boat. <laughs> he wears real hat though. You gotta be able to wear. You a need brim. to catch a sailfish wearing this. I need to wear real hats. Need brim. Yeah. If you get a brim sewn on this silly thing. If I go ahead, continue. <laughs> I, I pumped the brakes. I pumped the brakes. I Listen, because you know I'll do it. I put the T in the ground, but I didn't place the ball. Yeah, on you it. better knock that thing home. All right, so I'm gonna put a brim on that hat, and you're gonna catch the sailfish with that. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Maybe. <laughs> no, I need. A, I need. I need a confirmation for this. What do you think? If if it bites, I'll catch it. With that hat on. With that hat on. As long as it has a brim. It doesn't matter. If it bites, I'll catch it. I'll wear this hat. I'll yeah. take it. I'll take it for day two. All right. Skip will wear it day two. Nobody knows what will happen to it at the end of day one before he gets it. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'll this let thing, Deputy Steele get right his here. hands on it for a minute. How were you doing it in the last tournament? <laughs> <laughs> oh, bud. I can't hear the word donuts without thinking about bun. <laughs> what happened? Tell me the story. Uh, College. Oh no! no, no. College all right, story. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> John, just so you know, just this is the chapter that begins the college story. Go ahead. Oh, oh really? We're gonna go there. Okay. No, we're going there. All right. Jamie will be so proud. So oh, my. apparently, Bun's in one sorority, and obviously, there's lots of other sororities at University of Florida. Any fraternity? Same thing. <laughs> yeah, maybe Bun wasn't a sorority. And then, and then, okay. So the ladies, a sorority comes along right before finals. This big box of donuts. You know, whatever, we do y'all studying up for finals. We figured we'd be sweet and bring you all these donuts or whatever. And everybody grabs up the donuts. And as they, the last one, there's a stack of pictures of some other sorority with all those donuts on their wieners. Fraternity. Fraternity. <laughs> and they're, uh, and the vomiting commenced. And and I certainly hope a fight ensued at some point after that. But guys, I was laughing so hard after hearing that. I don't know. I don't know the rest of the story. I'm still on sororities with wieners. Well, yeah, they did. Uh, and they had the donuts placed properly upon them. Could you imagine how mad would you be? Oh, I they, there would be some arson and oh yeah, involved and probably I think Jim Steele would eat the donut and then go burn their house down. For sure. <laughs> He'd finish his donut. Yeah. All right, I'm going to get you back. And yeah, no, you don't you don't it's play pretty, a practical joke on Jim Steele. It's pretty bad. Oh, it's horrible. He's the worst. He'll, but he'll, yeah. Things will die, and people will end up in jail, and pain will ensue. Yeah, you don't, you don't practical joke, Jim Steele. Fish racks in your bed. Oh yeah, all the poor roofers. You want to hear that one? That was a really good one. Yeah, I do. I want to hear all of them. Okay. Yeah, this, is so. this is tournament related, though. Yeah, this is this is, it, it, it is tournament. It's tournament also, it's also a, all right, all right, cool, cool. So I was at the time running the uh, that was Rob, good, right? Robbie Buckley's boat. But Kim, yeah, no, Kim no, Buck I was Kimbuck too at the time. We were down in Key West for, for the worlds there. And there there's we couldn't fit in the, where oh, that's they right. were. But there's this, that uh, Pelican, whatever there in that little basin. Landing. Pelican oh. landing. And there's it's a neat little hotel. It's a great spot. Everything's wonderful. Well, Jamie with his Encore crew and the roofers were staying there. It's right next to Holiday Isle. 
No, 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 this no, is Key West. Key West. Oh, I know where you're talking about. It's in the same basin as Charter Boat Row. I thought you were talking about the Alamar, like, you know, the other one that I'm talking about. This is going way back. This is way back. This is back quite a few years. So, late day night, the party ensues. It's great. It's It's phenomenal. And. The roofers get back early and decide. Head starts. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna booby trap Bun and Steel's place. So they string bait rigs all over the place. And there's a great video of Collier getting a quill rig hung in his lip. And oh yeah, there's all kinds of great shit. <laughs> so they, oh, yeah. they moderately booby trapped. It doesn't get anybody. Like like everybody, the lights come on and they see it all. Eh, okay, whatever. Steel, I I got these. So the fishing's phenomenal. You got blackfin tunas and dolphin racks and all kinds of stuff. And, and at that place, they don't let you throw it in water. You got to put it in a freezer. So everybody passes out. All the people that were there pass out. There's there was a few of them. Robbie, Claudius, and a few of them were already in bed, passed out. Robbie and his old lady. Yep. Um, but but this one was on the couch. Yep. Um, this is what Robbie and his old lady were wearing, too. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> when, yep. when it really? went along. Um, Birthday suits. Oh, yeah. Collier was sleeping. No, no. Collier, they weren't there yet. Because oh. they were they were still out. They had gone back out partying afterwards. But the, the best story was they were smart. They locked all the doors. So we had to climb up the balcony to get in. And, <laughs> and he does the full saran wrap, but he, he's smart about it. He goes and shuts off all the breakers. Except for for the heater, which he cranks to a, a thousand. <laughs> Everybody's there, hammered, passed out, drunk. <laughs> oh yeah, he throws fish carcasses in the beds with everybody that's passed out, drunk, so they don't even know what's happening. Oh my god! He stuffs a few in the couches, stuffs them like in these things up in the roof. It's maniacal. Oh, it's horrible. He's got the the heater cranked to a thousand. Filled the boot with piss. Filled. The- <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting there pissing in Zislin's boot. And Zislin wakes up. He's like. This one's like three feet tall. <laughs> he just, he's, he's got going. a size 14 boot. <laughs> he thought it was Cornerance's because yeah, the size. So <laughs> <He's> got... <laughs> Mikey said, looked at him and was just like, oh, fuck. What? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so, so, of course, they come in, hammered, drunk. They fuck, the lights won't work, whatever. Immediately go in, drunk, hey, drunk, peeing, splashing all over. Well, he can't stop now. He's splashing all over himself. Can't turn the light on to see what's happening. It's 100 degrees. 100 degrees. There's fish in every bed. Couple wakes Next up. Valentine's Day, I'm buying Jim Steele flowers because I love him. Dude, <laughs> you have, that's awesome. Dude, I pick it up. Pick it up. Put it on speaker. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. Jim Steele called you he right calls now as we're telling the story. Jim, to the mic. <laughs> Jim, can you hear me? I, I can, yes, sir. You're on the podcast, brother. I'm on what? You're on the podcast right now. I already put you on speaker. We're podcasting. Oh, that's good. I'm glad I, I'm glad I know we're on, on the air. What's going on? What up? <laughs> hey, we were Bluetooth, just... Bluetooth. <laughs> Dude, we were just... Oh, my God. I can't believe you just called. That's epic. Listen, we're just telling the story about um, the world championship down in Key West. Those some of the fun things that you guys did down there. With the roofers. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we're going to have to be more specific, Dennis. We've done a lot of fun things. <laughs> We're speaking of the uh, booby trap in the room. Yes, the roofer's room. Oh God! Oh yeah. There's even video of that somewhere. Listen, don't mess with us. That's all I can say. Tell, <laughs> all right, from your perspective, tell me the whole story, please. We no, just the, were... roofers, the, 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 poor, the poor roofers. You know, they, it was amateur hour over there, and they tried to come over and set the bees and you know just trap us all in general. It's just just didn't work, poor guys. They ended up hooking themselves in the lift. 
you know. And then uh, <laughs> Mr. Bunn and I decided to retaliate with several dead fish carcasses, a saran wrap, the toilet. Uh, I told you I nailed it. I, I, I filled somebody's food up with a, with a, a foreign liquid. <laughs> that, was my, that was Mikey Zislin. <laughs> yeah, and, and I really felt bad. I can't believe it. I, I can't believe a kid who's four foot eleven has got like a size twelve shoe. Sounds like a hobby. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I was the only. This one's the only guy I didn't want to do that to. <laughs> and it was him, but, uh, I hear the yeah, fa- the Fonz and Loon are like that. Fonz and Noon. Fonz and Noon. It's all a good fun. And yep. then, of course, after we do that, here comes the McDonald with half of the roofers and pizza. We're all eating food in our in our uh, condo. <laughs> Fun and I are sitting here looking at each other, going, "Dude, got to get these guys out of here. World War Three's about to erupt." <laughs> Didn't McDonald have the hives right then? <laughs> he always has the hives. Didn't McDonald have his shirt off with hives? Oh, he he has constant hives. Constantly, he's like his statement is, "Look, not not every everybody's not red and blocky like that." Come on. <laughs> My God, what was the fallout uh, from this? Oh, they, 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 they just took no, it. They, they, they took it. They said, whoa, shit, if he's, gonna, if he's willing to do that just because of some quills, we can't oh, respond. They Jim, went, you won. Yes. They went straight uh, truce. They yeah. said the war's over. Definitely uh, white flags were... were Ten were years waiting. later, they're afraid to they do anything s- other than high and hug. Yes. That's all. It's all a good fun. We love, we love our rivers. Yes, we do. Jim, you were victorious. Very proud of you. Oh, there's only one way to go. Dennis, you know that from a couple of years back. <laughs> go big or go home, my friend. I love I, it. I don't. I don't even know where home is anymore. So big. He's too quick. All good. Awesome. Well, you guys have fun. Our call me later. We got to talk about Bahamas trip. You got it. All right, All right see you, brother. Have a good one, man. Dude, perfect timing. I cannot believe he just called you right there. Uh, it perfect. was meant to be. I'm crying. It's something so funny. That was unplanned for the audience, just so you know, completely. It did not say, Jim Steele, call us when we're telling the story about you. So, I don't even know what time it is. Yeah, I mean, Gold. If, I, if, I knew, if I knew he was going to be calling, there would be a question on there to ask Jim his thoughts on Skip. It would have oh, been, we would have really got him going. You should have asked him. Oh, that no. That's it. That's all right. We have this designated that we hit the not for kids button oh, okay. every time we upload the episode. So every, every, you're free to say whatever you want. Every time you upload Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty this much. Earmuffs. The earmuffs <laughs> button. Beep, 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 beep. Dear Lord. Yes. So where have, do we go? We have one left of the of the billfish tournaments. I, I keep fighting myself. I, I keep wanting to say one more of the ones that really matter, but they all matter. I, they all matter. Uh, the, the meat fish Even the one that doesn't away. pay you money matters, apparently. Oh, the, yes. Well, oh, absolutely. The billfish stuff, and I'm trying. Last year, I loved the meat fish stuff. We kind of got a little more serious about it again, and it was fun. And But these freaking stick-faced fish, they've got me. I want to sink your gut hook. I want to promote. I want to promote the muscle classic a little bit. Oh, without a doubt, you we're know, fishing it this year. Well, yeah, well, I am. Everybody should. Everybody should be fishing yeah. that this year, because it goes to a great cause for sure. And they're such good people. Yeah, and you can win money in the whole thing. So yeah. whatever you know, it's a great tournament. It's run by outstanding people, um, and I believe they do all their parties there at the Twenty Six Degrees Brewery. Yeah, and so it's right is, there off Atlantic. The kickoff whole time. is Twenty Six Degrees, and I think the awards are the awards there this year. Last year we did the awards at the last year uh, the awards were at the at the at um 14th Street weren't they? That's the no, weigh-in. The weigh-in was there. 
Um, yeah, the, uh, the dealers. Sundance? Sundance, yeah. Yeah, Sundance is a sponsor there. I'm yep. not really sure exactly where the awards are going to be, to be honest with you. But we will find it was that fun. out. It was fun last year. We had a good time. Yeah, well. Where, where the hell was I, I wonder? It was were, I I so last year. You guys might have gone to the Bahamas or something. Last year was their first tournament, right? And they did not have a lot of time to repair or to prepare, but they did a great job. Mm-hmm. You know, all things considered, um, there were some weather issues, so they didn't get all the smaller boats in because um, it was a little rough. Uh, so a lot of people didn't, you know, go on the day. But it was a fantastic tournament. They still had a great turnout. Um, they had a non-professional team win the whole thing. So it was a lot of fun. Um, and all the money went to a great cause, you know, for, for muscular dystrophy. If anyone is a stranger to this show, then we can say that FFMD, the Fishing for Muscular Dystrophy, does great things. Paul Robertson, Tiffany Tolletson, they do great things. Yeah. Um, and this tournament really is to set up the, we always, always say blanket, say raise awareness, but it does raise awareness. But it also actually gives money um, to the organization if anyone um, has been living under a rock that watches this show knows that all the money for the FFMD goes to the kids in the camp. Yeah. Um, so that's very, very important. If you're looking to have a great day and a fun day and you want to put your money into a nice place and have a good time, And, and there's something to be said for that. Everything Paul does to raise money, the dude's afflicted with muscular dystrophy. Yep. Not a nickel of it goes to, towards any research to cure him. Not one nickel. None of it. It all goes to the kids. Just yep. to the kids. Dude, that's... He's got limb girdles is the is the specific ones that he has, but he's not specifically targeting that. Yeah. Yeah, he's not he says, Look, targeting that one. He's, he's, he's just all yeah. about the kids. Yeah. yeah that's amazing. So, uh, and I got to tell you one thing about him, too. And he is he's one of the best people I've ever met in my entire life. Without and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. You know, he's just one of the nicest guys, and he, he's – we, we talked about this when we had him on the on the podcast recently. There's just something infectious about him. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, and it's it's um, it's just nice to be around him. Kind, you know and I mean? genuine. He's always people. happy, and he's always in the, you know he's always in the most positive mood, and he's always just you get this vibe that he's just happy to be here, and he's happy to be around and doing what he loves to do, and all this stuff like that. And it's just like, he's the kind of guy that you just want to help, you know, despite and, and in spite of his misfortune. Yeah, and, you know, and so it's just it's. If, if you want to fish a good summer tournament, you know what I mean? I know, you know, everyone's kind of locked in with all the stuff that Jamie has going on. And, it's three events. Even if you don't want to fish, come to the parties, do the raffles, do great that point. kind of stuff. Yeah. it's a, Get involved. Get involved. It, it's, yeah. it's such a great cause. Like when we were down for uh, the fundraiser in Miami. Yeah. Like that video that they have, I mean, I was almost brought to tears watching oh, it. Oh, God. Crusher. Yeah, when you I see get, the kids, it yeah. kills yeah. me. Yeah, it's tough. So I don't want to bring it down or to the whole thing, but I mean, it's a positive thing because we're doing great things. Yep. Um, I have hogtied myself in my court here. I'm literally. What are you doing? One, give him one beer. Soon. Is that a five zero or a six zero? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so f- fish fifth fish the uh, muscle classic the FFMD. Absolutely. It's April eighteenth. Yep. Um, you can register now. Um, as far as the uh, website goes, I don't know if off the top of my head, but if John, if you wouldn't mind flashing that on the screen right now so people can register. It says mdamuscleclassic.com. Do we have it? Oh, there you go. All right. I put it in the window. John, look at you, man. There it is. Genius. mdamuscleclassic.com. All right, 2020. You know, 
we did the artwork for it. Very proud to be associated with this crew and doing the artwork for them. And then there you go. So we got, Wonderful. obviously, Jamie's tournament's coming up in the summer. Yep. We don't have to get too far into the meet. Uh, we got some things going on with Jimmy Wickett's tournaments with the Meat Mayhem. Um, he's going strong with that. So when's the next one, John? This, uh, weekend. this coming weekend. This coming Palm weekend? Beach. Where at? Palm Beach. Palm, Palm Beach. Beach yeah, yeah, so the Palm Beach. Um, the Palm Beach Mayhem and the... Uh, yeah, Shamrock, Shamrock Showdown. The Shamrock Show and the Plagic one. Yep. And, um, you know, so we're starting to really kind of get into that. I mean, we were talking the other night about the April-May thing. Yeah. How that's really, the, like, the hot spot uh, for, it's, for fishing. It's, and so if there's going to be, like, a tournament every I mean, weekend from that's here That's when fishing out. gets richter. For, yeah. Yeah, for a long time, May was my favorite month. The later part of April, we're seeing that May push of fish, you know, not as strong as in the heart of may but we got a bunch of the sales and mm-hmm. there's you know you're still likely to catch a cobia and stuff yeah. like that too so it's Start just seeing a lot of bigger mahi show up and, yeah. yeah it's it's been yeah. it's been great through you know those, well into june too yeah yeah and there's there's a couple month period where literally just it can be on fire straight on through the whole mm-hmm. thing we could if we could have that fishing that april may fishing year round we we need extra boats and more people because we'd have people fishing. Yeah, we'd have, we'd have a. If you think we have a population problem now, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, definitely. That said, dude, you get those days mixed in all through the year. You yeah. just never know. You hit a day that's just epic, ridiculous fun. Every so often, though, you know, and tournament wise, fishing wise, you have one of the bad ones that makes you appreciate the great ones that much more. Mm-hmm. So that's fuck that. They all got to be great. Yeah, I I agree with you there, <laughs> but. That's the spin I try to put on it to myself. But I, I've talked so. to a lot of the guys at the at the awards and kickoffs and stuff like that. It's like the fishing's been so off this year. Like most of the guys, like they don't care win or lose. They want to go out and catch a bunch of fish. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd rather catch well, twenty and lose by ten. You know, I still don't want to lose, but you want to have good fishing. Well, that's what I love about tournament fishing. It forces you to go find good fishing. Yeah, you know? I want to catch twenty and win by twenty. Whether and all the rest of them, not even including you, don't get a bite. <laughs> Look at this guy. <laughs> Give him one beer. Hey. It all comes out. Man. It's always been the case. I hate losing. Despise it. Nothing hurts worse. Mm. But if I'm going to lose, I still want to catch 20. Doing it. Boat sinks. Go to the bottom. We all die. <laughs> How did you guys like the um, the Atlantic radio? Unbelievable. That was amazing. Unbelievable. I talked to, I, well, I, say, I, talked to, I listened to guys that were on the 409 hump out of Marathon. Yeah, and I'm sitting in Boynton, right up on the Boynton, and like, listen to these guys talk like they're right next to me. So I had Adrian on, the guy that invented that mm-hmm. whole thing, and um, he was telling me all about it. And they're so proud of that. And I love the fact that that's a homegrown product, they're really, based out of Miami. Yeah. And it's yeah. radio that big, and the battery yeah. didn't die. Yep, amazing. Yeah. I was so proud of that. He, we had him on the podcast at the Hard Rock, and um, he was telling me all about it. And I was just. Amazed, and I wanted to get your guys' opinion on. It was um, like, I'm, I'm like that I, must have been. I told so Jamie, cool. I was like, that's something you might want to look into. For it's sure, really nice. Yeah. The one drawback, I'm, I'm on the phone with with Louie as we were fishing pretty close together the whole tournament and chatting and carrying on, and and I said, dude, there's one drawback. To this silly little radio, a guy fishing off of Triumph sounds like he's right next to me, so you can't play the game of. Yes. I can hear him. I got an I get an idea of is that a, a bite that might be happening? I can maybe make a move to. Shit, guys, a hundred miles away from me sound like they're right next to me. This really it takes a, a, a an aspect of your, you know whatever your uh, 
I just lost the word. It's gone. But you're, the way you think and work it's through like a It's like part tournament. of your strategy. It's like, yeah, you yeah, barely hear the guy. like, he's definitely north of me, so he's got to be fishing yeah. 15, 18 miles north. Or, I'm yeah. so happy to hear you guys say this because he's, he's, Adrian's such yeah. a nice guy, and yeah. you know, and he works really hard, and well, I'm, I'm happy to hear that you guys are responding that way. So I'm going to give and, a shout-out to Atlantic But, it, but at first, I was like, right yeah, you know, this little thing, whatever. And Can't work. Battery can't last. There's no way. Once Once we got it going... It was freaking awesome. They said Brick was like skeptical whether or not this was even going to work, was. and you know. And then after they tested it a few times, he's like, "All right, my buddy Brick seems pretty good." Yeah. So. <laughs> no, I right. mean, but b- before we had it on the boat, I was carrying the thing around at Hard Rock, and I'd be lying if I was happy about having to tote that extra thing around with me. Yeah. I'm like, what the f- what's this thing? Right. I got this. It's amazing. You know, and then once it was working, I'm surprised they got it back. Because Steele said they weren't getting it back. And typically, you're what not he getting says it goes. back. <laughs> well, but they had, it, they had it locked into just that channel. So yeah. I don't know how they do that. It's, it was They set up a group. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah it's but on, you couldn't even change a channel on the radio. It was on, that, on, on those ones, it was specifically networked for the tournament. Yeah. So it, they wanted to do that. Um, did yours have your name on it, or did they all say my name on them? Now, does that radio have the capability to <laughs> my name any, on the damn thing? <laughs> did it to have any channel that you can go on any channel and it's going to work with that kind of range and yeah, that capability? You, you, you can set up, you can set up your own networks through there. Yeah. Like if I wanted to have one what for about, connected by water for that for that event at the Hard Rock, and I wanted only my crew to be on that network, so we knew where we were around the mm-hmm. hotel, I could have done that. But that one was locked. For the tournament. But what about, can you be outside of cell service and it still functions like that? It is cellular. That's what I thought. Yeah, okay. it they is cellular. They have a satellite yeah. option, too. They do, they do have a, right. They but do. you get the delay and everything that comes with satellite communication. I don't know about that, but they do have a satellite product that wasn't that one. It was like a level up one, but he said it works. He's like, you can be in Madagascar and whatever. And That's amazing. Yeah. Um but that, the one that you guys used in the tournament was cellular. So I, I, said, thought, I thought it was amazing. Yeah, so I said, well, what happens if you want to make a Bahamas run? He's like, well, you'll lose it in the middle. But when you get back over there, you'll get it back. So or just like can, any other. So it's not a sat phone, but they do satellite. have a sat version. Oh, they have. It's two different versions. It's, it's two versions. A, yeah, okay. the one you guys used in the tournament was not the sat version. They had basically towers set up along gotcha. the entire. Um, that, that's why everything worked flawlessly, yeah. So, but it was a great technology. I don't know. It was kind of cool. So, and I think the cool thing was, is that you guys were hearing releases throughout the day. So you were, I mean, maybe it was good. Maybe it was bad. I don't know. Well, but no, you already know all that through your, through the, you know, the online, the, the live score. score. Yeah. Thing. But if you're here, you're yep. here, you're able to hear like, Oh, yeah. Instantly. Like right when it happens, you know, yep. they'll broadcast it over the phone. So, um, you know, I thought that was kind of a cool thing. It was very cool. Yeah. So. Bo show. Bo show. Is that the show? I don't know. You tell me. Is I got a piece, so it's got a it's got a. All right, it's the show then. I think we've been doing this long enough. So, Jimmy, how'd it go? I thought it went wonderful. You gonna come back and visit us sometime? Sure. Do this more. As long as Big Sexy's here. That's right. He's always here. <laughs> I know. In spirit, and nothing else. I have. I I really want to give a shout out to Skip Dana. Like you, you brought it strong today. <laughs> That's right. You even wore your shirt. I wore my shirt. It's my lucky shirt. I'm I'm very proud. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm putting the juju on it. You guys got to, you bring the horseshoe. You bring the lucky charm. You guys are both going to be on the top 10 board for the, for the final sale. I'm going to like I'm going to go Saturday. one and two. Put that kind of juju on it. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, one top and two. 10 ain't enough, dude. I need top, top two. One and two. 
All right, I'm going to dig a little bit deeper. Do a, do a dance, whatever right. it is. It sacrifice might, a chicken. To, I might have to put a brim on that hat to bring you up to one or two. Sac- so, yeah. It's under your ear thingies. So, Tears. all right. Are we good? We're good. I think we so. Good. What? Do that? The what? The oh, the question. We sure. did it. We did it kind of throughout the thing. Yeah, so, oh, we got to announce our winner. Yeah. So, Steve Doherty, you won. And Steve Doherty. And Skip ought to get something for having such a great answer. <laughs> for the the Fonzie. <laughs> oh, with, with, no, yeah, with the I, shark theory. I yeah. like it. Well, he gets free beer. It's always the shark's fault. That's my theory. That's why they're so. not flopping as much this year. All right. Jason, you had good questions, but I think Steve really got us on a hot topic there. So, Steve Doherty, you win the Papa's Prize Pack, which is a $50 gift card. Some Papa swag, a couple bottles of wine. Uh, we'll get that to you. Hey, you can congratulate him. He's having a kid here any day now. Any second. Thursday, actually. They're, they're going to. Oh, that's right. They're ready they're to going roll. In. They're going in on Thursday. Uh-oh. They're going in on Thursday to induce? Yep. yep. Oh. No, I think they're sliced dice. Voila. Well, this, this. Well, that, yeah. yeah it's like, <laughs> that's one way to put it, Art. <laughs> that's Arthur. Sliced dice. Really? Yep. Yeah, what are you gonna do? So you are who you are. But we're, we're rolling this. We're rolling this on St. Patrick's Day. So nice, cool. Yeah. So the hopefully the birth will. Oh, it'll be flawless. I have so no congratulations to um, the Doherty's, the Doherty family, Stevo and Tamara's thighs. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh man, here we go again. What now? No, nothing, nothing. Congratulations, Stevo and Tamara. There you go. All right. So all right, we're out. So. A lot of love going out to our Connected by Water community today. So we drank some beer. We wore some green glasses. The what? <laughs> oh, good. Do your thing. I can't do my thing. You guys are on different topics. And laser me. <laughs> Whoa, don't go there. Don't go there. Never mind. Nope. Go there. <laughs> We're good. Oh, I got to pee. We got to end this thing. You really got to pee? Oh, my God. It hurts. All right. Your ego is not your amigo. Always do your best and let God do the rest. Remember to buy all your vehicles at Joey Cardi Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Right? Remember to always eat, drink, and be local. And do not ever forget that no matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, we're always connected by water. Yay. Thank you very much to our special guest, Jimmy DeMarco, Captain Artsap, Captain Skip Dana, Tournament Talk Edition, St. Patrick's Day Edition. We're out. Ciao, ciao.